listen, you can't blame yourself. She's like, I smoked crack. And I was like, you did what? She's like, yeah, I know I smoked crack. I was like, are you, you smoked crack? She's like, yeah, we went, <laughs> we went. And, and I was like, my jaw hit the ground because I don't associate with a ton of people and I'm not being judgy here. I just don't have a lot of friends who smoke crack. Put that coffee down. That's a clown question, bro. Okay, another episode. Here we go. Off script with Lancer Line and Eric Layden. This one's going to have to last you for two weeks. Uh, we're going to take Thanksgiving week off, and we'll see you in two weeks. But uh, it'll give you time to go back through the library, listen to some of the old favorites that you've got or some that you never got a chance to listen to. Uh, if you're sitting around talking to friends and family and they're asking what you're listening to, tell them off script. Subscribe to the podcast. It helps us. Tell your friends about it. It helps us. Um and uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving. We get into a lot of different stuff in this podcast here. We, we get into some Hawaii. In fact, did you know that Lance did not know until today that Hawaii was in the United States of America? Um, we're going to talk to you a little bit about life insurance, uh, this podcast. And uh, I've got an invention that might just make me a billionaire. Have a wonderful, safe, happy Thanksgiving with friends and family and enjoy the show. You want. We don't mind if it takes you longer to pay yeah. it off because... <clears throat> Credit card well, companies are good like that. We're just going to continue to charge you. Pay the minimum. Seriously, I would it's, prefer it's, you pay the minimum. It's funny if you actually did a credit card, like if the credit card company was a person who was talking to you, listen... How would they act? <laughs> $15. It's, it's really no big deal. Like... We do want you to pay on time, but like whatever you can pay, at least fifteen dollars. Do not do not rush this. Like they they always they always promote the whole like uh, you only have to pay the minimum. Like that's why we're such a great credit card. Yeah, uh, like American Express will always send me like the due amount, and it's always yeah. I'm always like, oh wow, that that was fantastic. Seven dollars. We did wow. a pretty good month this, and then it's like, oh no, that's the minimum due. Yeah, because and they don't want to tell you. Like, this is what we would recommend. They're saying, listen, times are tough. And really, this yeah. goes for any particular time. Even if times aren't tough for you, they are potentially tough. This is like, I this barely even should even be on your radar. Yeah, you owe like $7,400. But listen, listen, pay what? $50. Just pay $50 yeah. And, yeah. and get back out there and have, you only live life once. That's what That's I right. say. That's, That's what right. I say as, as, the official voice of the credit card. Right. So don't don't sweat this payment now. You can pay this later. Do you are you a person that likes to pay your credit card in full every month or you have a little debt hanging in there? Like you I, actually I, I always I always laugh. There's some people that'll always say, like, oh no, but I I never pay all of it because it's good for your credit score to leave a little in there. And I'm like, that's that's a lot of money just to improve your credit score. Doesn't <laughs> improve it's if you have a larger amount of credit. You know, and they, right, right. they increase your credit. It's so usually we like to uh, pay it all off a, as we go. Um, but, you know, we hit a certain what do amount you mean of trips. As you like, go? like, I mean, whatever we month. spend. Yeah. Right. Whatever we yeah. spend, we pay. The problem is we had 
a couple of months back in like 2017 where we went, we took, you know, we went to New York, we went to this place at buying airline tickets. And so then we yeah. got behind and it's like, you're always paying catch up. I oh, paid man. it off a couple of times, but then, you know, we had, we put furniture, I'll put something so I could get points. Right. So I could sure. fly for free for points. They know what you're doing. They know but what then, you're doing. Yeah. But then you, you know, you got to either pay it off right then or it just, so I've got like right now, a 900, I guess, hanging around. It's not that big a deal. No, that's not um, too bad. Yeah, it's, I've got 900 and uh, I pay it down, so it's not a problem. But credit card company is like, whoa, um, hi, Mr. Sirline, we've noticed that you've been paying aggressive lump sums lately. Have you thought about the fact that you need to be spending for Christmas and maybe saving a little something for the kids' college? What we're saying is we'll still be here for you. Um, yeah. Don't be in a big rush you need to be saving for your kids' college right now. So don't yeah. be in a big rush to pay us off. Yeah, don't worry about We've that. We've got a little, we would I love mean, to hold it. interest rate thing. But listen, we're, we'll be here. Pay your $15. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, pay your $15. I, 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 uh, because of the nature of my business, which is always like, you know, peaks and valleys, um, that's, that's what like my credit card statements always look like. Is that what it Peaks looks and like? Valleys. Yeah. <laughs> like you could look at my credit card statement and be like, oh, he's in production right now. He's shooting. So how he's stressful is it to be in a peak? Like I've had a paycheck job forever. And I know people who have sales jobs where they're strictly commission based or mostly commission based live yeah. the safe life, the same life you do, uh, right. the peaks and balance, uh, the peaks and valleys. I, I don't. So I don't really know what that's like. Like, how stressful is it? What's the good thing about it? Well, I mean, the good thing about it is usually the peaks are, are big peaks. You know, they're 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 very high. Um, and then hopefully, what you know, it's all I've ever known. To be honest with you, right. you know, outside of the catering gigs and the and the other like kind of side hustle gigs that I did when I was starting. I've always been in this business. So it's, it's all I've really known. And I thankfully learned quick enough that in order, you have to kind of maintain the status quo. You can't peak with the peaks um, because if you do, you're not going to have anything left to get you out of the valley. So if you stay status, when the peaks come, all that cushion will remain when you get down into the valley, right? And then and then you're able to just continue to stay status quo. So, you know, I mean, listen, it's like anybody else. You save for the holidays, you know, you got trips, you got all those things. But but yeah, I, I've never known a world in which like every other Friday, I just like get a check every other Friday. Now, I will say this, the other thing that with my job that that kind of mirrors the income is is my time. So with the family. So, you know, I, when I'm gone, I am gone, right? I'm in Florida. I am in Bulgaria. I am in Vancouver. I am gone. But when I'm here, I'm all here, right? Like I'm taking the kids to school. I'm taking them to baseball. I'm around during the day. I can, I could, if I was you go to a movie at one o'clock in the afternoon, like I'm here, here. So rather than the nine to five where I'm just with the kids in the morning and just with the kids at night, you know, so so that that lifestyle sort of mirrors the income life, if, the income. If, does that make sense? Yeah. So your it's it, your whole life is a peak and valley, like in terms yeah. of time. Not necessarily that it's a low time, but you know, from a financial standpoint, can you imagine being an NFL player? They get paychecks for seventeen. I think it's seventeen weeks a uh, a year, and that's it. Yep. Their yep. game checks. I think they get something for preseason, but it's not a 
it's not uh, much. So can you imagine that you have to have the discipline? You see this fat check. The first one comes in like, oh my God. And you want to spend it right? Like, oh, I've got so many things I want to buy with this. Listen, um, basically you're getting paid for four months out of 12 months. So every paycheck you get should be the equivalent of, you know, one, I don't want to say one month, but it's, it's going to have to be, it, it is basically like, well, no, that's, this is going to be one it. month. Yeah. And that's, I mean, production or one for paycheck. Like, say, a, two, yeah. Um, I'm so I don't think you know this, but I, I shot a show in 2019 called the right stuff. It's on Disney plus right now. I'm going to, um, that's in my queue. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that like that shot for five months. So over the course of those five months, I get paid every but week. The other How does seven, that work? Uh, at pretty much every episode wrap. So, because I get paid per episode. Uh-huh. So in an episode shoots over the course of 10 days. So let's call it every 15 days usually. But the, the, the point is, it's like I get 10 of those for 10 episodes or eight of those for eight episodes and that's it. You know, now I can go do other jobs, which I'm doing, you know, you know, that's the, the plus side of working on a show that only works for five months is that you have more time in the year, COVID aside to go do other jobs. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that, that is the, that's the same. It's the Is same, there anything you know? on the back end? Like for a guy like you, who is, you're not residuals. Clooney. Well, I guess so. Movies points have back residuals. End. That's all movies. That okay. Movies so this technically is, a movie. it's a series. So it's still considered television streaming, I guess. Say it's all falls under the same category. Okay. Yeah, so, so there's I've no such thing residuals. as a back end on a, sh- but I would think though. Producers that- have producers, producers do. Actors not, do not. What about Jason Bateman with Ozark? Yes, because he's a producer. Is he producer or director? He's yeah, every, he yeah, does everything. Yeah, yeah, it's his okay. show. He he's like a. I think he might be co creator. So what about yeah, the guy sure. who plays Bosch? He's been or it's Titus, like eight seasons. Titus is, yeah, but he's a producer now. Oh yeah, that's he right. He wasn't. That's why you fight for a producer credit. That's right. So it, eventually, you either start with one if you're a big enough name or. After a period of time, you can get one. You want to find, I've always known this, but you want to find out who has the juice, go look at producer, executive producer, go look at those credits as mostly a, executive producer. That's mostly executive. Do. Yeah. But, but there's plenty of people who on, on shows, the stars of a show end up in, I think Nathan Fillion was, um, Fillion. Fillion. Yeah. I think he was on, on castle. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. he became executive producer. So if you want to see Fillion, by the way, not only did he become a producer on the show, that dude, they wrote books for him as the character of castle. Those were real books made, that they wrote, right? Those were real books. They wrote in his voice as castle and he got paid for the book sales because he's castle. Wait, yeah. Because he, Nikki Fire or whatever in this. So because of Richard Castle's fake books that became real books. That's right. He got paid because, let's face it, I mean, his success as Richard Castle, the the, the is character, the is the reason sell. they sold. Yeah, That's right. He also did the audiobooks for them. I believe he read them all. So, which, by the way, a is gig. a terrible paycheck. Um, oh, it is? Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Um, I mean, you just don't make a lot of money and it's a lot of time. It's a, yeah, lot, a lot of time. time. So I'm sure some guys do, but, uh, most, most of them don't. Um, I feel like I'm speaking. Can you hear a lisp right now? A little bit. I just figured you had a lisp now because that was a character you're playing. No, 
I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on a character. Um, I am, I am wearing a, uh, mouth guard on the top of my mouth to protect, um, a hole that is in the top of my palate. Uh, because last week chewing tobacco, they, they said no, that would do that when I was a kid. They, they did. Well, you know what? And they were right. It will. Um, but I have receding gum lines. And so they had to take skin donor mm. skin out of the top of my mouth and the palate and then sew them onto the gums, uh, down here on the bottom of my mouth. And so, yeah, I, I wear, I have to wear this to protect the hole in the top of my Dude, mouth. I'm going to check my gums right now. That sounds horrible. So you had it's skin really graft, you had skin grafting, like somebody might be riding a motorcycle and fall off and yes. they tear up their elbows and arms. And so they have to right. take some off their leg right. to put on their arm. Right. You basically had the same Gotta kind the of thing. Same kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I had. And I, it is not fun. Um, although I will say for the first time, I've never done nitrous. I guess that they give you that at the dentist. Yeah. Nitrous. Laughing, like, yes, like nitrous. Okay. Yep. So I've never had that before. And they said, would you like nitrous? And I said, well, I, yes, I would. Um, and so I had already taken two Valium to, to kind of calm my two. nerves a little bit. Two, two. Mm. Um, and so one the night before and then two the, a little bit before, and then they hooked that thing up to my nose. And I got to say, I, have you ever done heroin? No. Okay. Have you ever done meth? <laughs> no. Or crack? No. Okay. I, so I haven't done the I big three. Okay. Okay. So I haven't either. Oh, um, I was I thought you were judging me for not having done those. No, no, not you at all. I haven't judgy. done them either. No, yeah, it no, felt no, no. like you were I, being I, judgy. Not judgy at all. Not judgy at all. I listen to each their own. And, and if I had I, done crack, I probably wouldn't tell you. You wouldn't? Not no, I just me? don't I just don't feel like my hair and my wife say, Hey, I was running today at Memorial Park, like in two weeks when she gets to this podcast. Like, uh -huh. you never told me you did crack. And I say, right. Yeah. Why would you tell Eric on a podcast and you not tell me? And I'm just like, That's I knew true. you'd complain it would about be a it. A kind I knew you complain about me doing crack before I even knew you, but I didn't do crack. But still, I had a friend of mine, a girlfriend of mine, who smoked crack, and I will never forget when she told me that we were we were in her car and we were we were driving and we had just like gotten a coffee, and she was like, we were talking about a friend of hers who is a recovering addict, and she she was telling me about all the kind of things that she had done with her. And how, you know, this, this other woman was just in a bad spot. And I was like, well, I mean, listen, you can't blame yourself. She's like, I smoked crack. And I was like, you did what? She's like, yeah, I know I smoked crack. I was like, are you, you smoked crack? She's like, yeah, we went, <laughs> we went. And, and I was like, my jaw hit the ground because I don't associate with a ton of people and I'm not being judgy here. I just don't have a lot of friends who smoke crack. Yeah. And so I, of course, wanted to know everything. So she right. told me how they went to they went downtown to Skid Row to where her friend had a dealer. They, they went bought, to Skid Row. Yes. It was about two in the morning. You and I'm like, these are two high girls. end crack dealer. And by the way, money is not uh, like an issue with these people, but they go and they got crack. And I was like, you like lit it in the spoon and the hole. And she was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, 
That is so crazy. Well, I guess they don't. So wait, she was that's saying that injections. at one point they sm- right. That's for yeah. injections. Yeah. But she's that was what it was. She had watched. Uh, well, God, I almost said the name. She had watched her friend do that, like and inject it, and she had like you know done. But she smoked it where she like smoked it out of a crack pipe. Yeah, like a like a normal crack smoker would do. Like right. an honorable like, crack. What? Like you well, didn't so do I something said, crazy like? like yeah, you just smoked it, right? Like a like a normal Right, you didn't inject it. Crackhead. And right. she did say, she said no. I, I used to I would watch so and so inject it, um, which I feel very guilty about. Uh, and I smoked it once because I wanted to know what it was like. And I of course had to sit there in shotgun seat and be like, you know what? Everybody makes mistakes. It's fine. You know, but like, what was I going to say? Like, like, like I smoked weed once. So like we're in the same boat. Yeah. You have to be supportive friend. Like, listen, I've, I, I had a failed first marriage. You smoke crack. I mean, it's, uh, it's it's not a big deal. You know, I remember I dislocated my shoulder trying to get a tennis ball out of a gutter. You smoke crack. I mean, we all make mistakes. I knew not to get up on that ladder on the very top. And you also knew not to go to Skid Row at two in the morning and buy crack. I Similar. I do feel like I said, well, look, it's not like you injected it. <laughs> you would have had a problem there. It's not like you were at it three in the morning at Skid Row. Right, right. You were, it I, you was didn't... too. It was. It'd be even better. She would have hit you with, "Oh my God, Eric, we have got to go to this amazing uh, Korean barbecue in K Town." Um, I was with our friend and you know her and we went and had a drink here, um, smoked crack. And then we went into this Korean barbecue. It's incredible. Hold on on a second. Rewind. What was this? What was the, we, we had cocktails first. It was like, no, no, no. After that. Oh, um, and we went, did I get to the K town part about the barbecue? Yep. 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 Before that. Oh, uh, after the cocktails before the K town. Oh, just. Uh, crack. We smoked oh. crack. Oh, okay. All right. So, right but, on. but that's not the story. That's not the story. The story is right, this place right. is amazing, and they have a warm sake that is incredible. The Hold crack, on, I do yeah, have to ask you this. Yeah, you didn't. I just want to make sure, and then we can yeah, move right on. Sure. But you didn't. You didn't inject it, did you? No, I'm not an animal. No. Okay. I didn't okay. inject right. crack. I smoked it out of a crack pipe that we got down um, on Skid Row. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So Moving that's on. you're getting bogged down in details here, but this um, Korean barbecue, the kimchi fried rice, <laughs> amazing, Eric. Um, I've, I've never do- had anyone hit me with like I did know somebody from high school who smoked crack. Um, it's almost like I knew somebody. I feel like I'm the crackhead now because I'm the guy that. In some cases, I'm the lone person they know who's had coronavirus in some circles. Right. And right. like people in LA from NFL Network go, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm feeling great. So what was it like? Like everyone's question, everyone wants to know. And I bet it was right. even more so in April, May, right. June. Right. I figured it was kind of novel now. Like it wasn't, uh, no pun intended, but it was a novel coronavirus uh Right. Thing. And and it's still the same amount of people like, what were your symptoms? How are you feeling? What were your symptoms? You probably did that. I think you did it when we talked on the phone. I did. I, yeah, everyone I asked, asked what it. were your yeah. symptoms? How did you feel? How long did it last? Because everyone wants to see, they put themselves obviously in that position. Like, what could I potentially expect? 
Right. And uh, I got a friend right now who's going through it a lot rougher. He's um, he had a fever where I didn't really have much of a fever. Um, He has been exhausted. He's lost 20 pounds in about 12, 10 to 12 days. Um, He just is just not hungry. And I'm not sure that his girlfriend really is giving him much food. He's just. And think he, she's trying to kill him. I, I took him. Uh, no, are I've they been, married or just dating? Might as well be. Yeah, but no, 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 not because married means there's money involved and then she might be trying to kill. him. Well, no, the court, if they went to a court of law, I think they have been held out as potential spouse. I think he would lose if that were the case. No, you mean if she killed him, she would get his money? Uh, I'm just looking for motive. Here. Yeah, you no, know, I, I don't think he has life insurance. They have no kids, no reason for life insurance. It's like I tell my wife. My wife wants me to get more life insurance, and I said, let me tell you something. Yeah, that's motive This right is there. true life insurance. Keeping your number down low enough is true life insurance. If I go too high, that's death insurance. That that's means right. you can ensure that you could potentially die. I love my, my wife. She my, loved me, but I don't need her getting the red ass at me and all of a sudden saying, you know what? He's we're better off. You know, he's more valuable. The amount of life insurance I have is it, it might be too high. I, I it's a lot of trust I put in my wife. A well, lot you, of trust. You're gonna have to it's drop hot. It. Yeah, yeah, you gotta drop it. Keep it around a hundred thousand right there. Where it's like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm I'm about three hundred X on that. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm put it, real hot. Put it about put it about <laughs> A hundred thousand, like we can't kill him. He's just no of no value. His death is of no There's value. No to value, us. right? Yeah. Or at least if they do kill me, they kill themselves afterwards. Yeah. You know, it's just not worth it. Yeah, I just want them to realize that this is. You think twice if y'all want to get. If you or any of the kids want to get a little froggy, think twice. I'm gonna keep it here. Mm-hmm. Like it's good enough, but it could be You're higher. Right. There but is if, a level of trust. Which I never really thought about that. Yeah, but you need you to do think get about life it. insurance. There's a there's a real level of trust there that goes on between you and the wife. Mm-hmm. Because at some point. It could. If I know exactly how Nicole would kill you, by the way. How? There's no doubt in my mind. I know exactly how she'd kill you. How? You guys would be on a hike and you would oh just accidentally God. fall All off. All she wants to do is hike now. She doesn't no, even want to talk saying, about vacation. Tell me that's not true. No, you're right. Like, I have to be careful. And so if all to, she's looking to do is hike right now, you better you better go back and check, she your, wants to do check yourself. Hike. Okay, well, make sure y'all haven't gotten any fights. Easiest way. Well, he's got a history of falling down and getting mm-hmm. hurt. I that mean, fell off is, a ladder. It, is it this surprising that he fell off of a, a cliff during a hike? You're exactly right. 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 You're 100% right. If she See, I'm just kill saying, me, you better always be walking behind her. Not that you're not anyway, because she's pretty quick up a mountain. But you need to always be in the back. I know how your wife would kill Always. you. How? Well, Katie would probably, and it's going to come either through, and this will not be tied to her. She's going to have to get tight with either craft services or mm-hmm. someone who you are acting with, someone who is willing to split the money that you have put out there and say, look, mm-hmm. if you do this, if you sneak this into his food, if you do this, mm-hmm. you can try to seduce Eric and then, Maybe you know, inject him with this, something like that. Yeah. Um, or craft services, like I said. What I know is bottom line, it doesn't get traced back to her. It's right. completely within the realm of what you do. It doesn't it wouldn't implicate her at all. And right. I think since you told me the number's pretty high, I mean it's pretty easy to just say, look, we split this. We split this 50-50. Yeah. That's probably that's probably good. I, I think that's that's fair. It takes her out of the equation. 
Yeah. Takes her I mean, out of the if she wouldn't do that, she needs to consider that. I know how Ramon Sosa's wife would try to kill him. <laughs> I do too, because I listen to the Off Script podcast. That's she right. Tried to have him That's killed right. by a boxer in the uh, that Ray was working with. That's right. That's if you right. haven't listened to all of our podcasts, go back and listen to Ray Sosa. Um, we talked to a guy who faked his own death, and then his wife got arrested. That's one. But he definitely faked his well own death because his wife hired someone to kill him. Yes, yes, and he didn't want. Yeah, he didn't want her. You know, making additional die. attempts. Right. Yeah. He, he didn't he want somebody had else. Some life to have insurance. Yeah. That's, that's right. Why, that's why she was doing he it. He did not have, I don't consider I think we've a, uncovered something here. I've never really, I've never really thought about that um, as a, um, as a liability, the amount of life insurance you have. I'm going to, I'm going to, I like that it's I'm in gonna your have head. To ponder that. Yeah. It's in my head now. Yeah. I trust Katie implicitly. I think they I've all seen do. What, I see what happens when I'm gone. It's not pretty. I think everyone, uh, and even, you know, I, I mean, she could also get a stay at home dad when your money rolls in. That's true. Kind of a, a guy that she can kind of pick and choose like, Oh, I want one that looks like that. Yeah. No, she I totally told my wife, could. if she ever dies, um, you know, I said, well, we're getting a nanny and she's going to be smoking hot. And she said, you mean if, my you, if Nicole nan- dies? Yeah. And she said, my, yeah. and there's no life insurance for her. So, right. you know, and, and we, she we said, were, we were at one point, uh, a couple of years ago, when I was traveling, we got an au pair. Are you familiar with an au pair? I am. It's a fancy okay. nanny. It's a fancy nanny. It's a. It's it's, it's French. A, it is French, and an au pair lives with you. Yes. Um. But an au pair reason, could get some gentlemen who are or of lower moral character in trouble. Au pairs are what many uh, Showtime and Cinemax movies were based on, probably uh, decades ago, when you could see them at about one thirty in the morning. That's right. So, um, an au pair, well, first of all, that, that's what I'm getting at. So we, we use this au pair service, uh, that pairs you with an au pair. It's like Tinder for families and au pairs. Mm. And so we, we, we get on the service one night and I start like Katie and I are both on our, each of our computers and reading all these profiles. And I was like, I'm going to favorite some ones and you favorite some ones. Then we'll like see where we're at or whatever. Were y'all drunk? So after or about an hour, we Were you turned. sober when you did this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, we probably had a, 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 you know, a cocktail in our hand or, you know, I probably had a little bourbon or something. But I remember turning the computer and be like, all right, so I found some good ones. I was like, Sylvia is from Spain. And she looks like she would be sounds good, wonderful with the kids. Yeah, and he's like, that's not happening. I can already and then tell I was like, Sylvia. All right, all right. Sylvia would have been a great choice. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, how about um, this is Martina, and she's from Sweden, Ooh. and she looks lovely. Yeah, and Katie's like, that's not happening. So after, as you can imagine, the first three or four of my favorites, yeah, Katie was like, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the first round, and then you're gonna come in for callbacks. And so I remember. Wait, wait, wait. Like, These are in interviews. Yeah. Oh, you so, couldn't even be in the initial process of. No, no, no. She was going to go. Be. No, no, no. She was going to go through and do all the choices online. Did you and even get to make the way one it pick? works? Did you get to make then the, one? Pick? Well, here's how it works. The way it works is that you favorite your people. And then if they see, they get an alert. And if they see that they favorite you back. And if they do, you set up like a FaceTime or a Skype or whatever. And so. I remember Katie like three days later was like, all right, I've got, we're down to like these four, four women. And I remember being like, oh, okay. Um, 
oh, okay, really? Her? Okay, yeah. And her, and I was like, okay, see, these are none of the people I would have picked. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no, exactly. Because this woman's going to be living in our house. <laughs> okay, Gilda, Helga. <laughs> we we actually- Francine um, and Maxine. Okay, That's great. right. Uh, we actually, we ended up with a fabulous, fabulous au pair. She, uh, was from Columbia. She's, it, she was beautiful. She was very, very good with the kids. Uh, we still keep in touch with her. Um, she, she lives now in Utah. Um, but, um, but yeah, it was, but I remember that process being very, uh, <laughs> is the au pair we, were, life? we were coming at it. We were coming at it from yeah. different from different positions. Well, is the au pair life what? It's uh, and I would expect her position and your position to be slightly different. Is the au pair mm-hmm. life a a good life? Like does it pay well? Does it uh No. What? Well, that that's really, you know, people it, you think like, oh, they have an au pair. Like they must be so rich and right. snooty. But truthfully, the reason we got the au pair is because it was saving us so much money. Um, you know, I was out of town shooting uh and so gone five and a half months and so the the idea behind it was to have somebody there to help katie but not cost us an arm and a leg you know a sitter can cost 18 dollars an hour 20 dollars an hour whatever um an au pair works you know i mean she, there is an amount of time she can work i think it's like 40 hours a week but it's 195 dollars for the week for the whole week so oh you're saving God. a load of money. Now they are living at your house and eating food and you know, so on and so forth. But, you know, that was a that that's why we did it was actually to save money when I went out of town. And the reason we did it is I was out of town shooting a series. And in this this is the the best part of the story, actually, now that I think about it. But I, because I was gone for so long and Katie was underwater, the kids were young. Katie's like, we have got to have help. I said, let's let's explore this au pair thing because she'll live here. She'll be able to help you. She can pick the kids up at school. Like when you're when you're done with school, yada, yada. She was like, let's do it. I was like, great. We hire the au pair. She gets to our house. The day after she gets to our house, the show gets canceled and I don't leave town. Over the course of her entire year, she was with us for, she actually did an extra two months. So, so over is it 14 contracted? Months, yes, it's contracted. So over 14 months of her living at the house, every job I did was in LA. None were out of town, not one. A week before she left oh, no. and her contract was over, I booked the right stuff and was leaving for Orlando for six months. <laughs> That's great. And she was gone. Oh. And my whole thing was like, babe, it doesn't even matter who we get because I'm not going to be here. So she could be like really hot and young and cute and because it doesn't matter. I'm not so, going to be so in wait town. So when me and my <laughs> wife, when I brought my wife out uh, two drafts ago to L.A. and we met you guys at Soho. Mm-hmm. And that was, yeah. And we yeah. had dinner with you. Was she there at that time? Yeah, she was with the kids. That's why we were so. That was one of the best things about it. It's we were going out all the time, right? We weren't having to pay a sitter. You might as well. I mean, you got to get so your. We were going worth. out all the time. We were going out to restaurants, this and that. Katie and I would. The best part about it too was like on a Saturday, like we might say, like you know, wake up Saturday morning, hang with the kids or whatever, and say, dude, let's just go grab lunch, just you and I, and get a couple hours of quiet time. 
done. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. You, so that was amazing. Yeah. The live in part, like you'd love for it to be maybe a, since you have to pay for food, maybe a salad eater more than a sushi eater. Like, you she know, wasn't what? A, she wasn't, honestly, she was not like a big eater, but yeah, I wouldn't like counting her food. I mean, here's the thing, as whoa, you know, whoa, with whoa. a lot, well, I mean, you, you've got like eight kids, so yeah. you know this, but like, you know, with us, it adds up I, quick. I, we've never, yeah, but we've also never made a meal where there wasn't extra. In our house, yeah. As I long mean, as my you're wife, when she home, make, yeah. when my wife makes dinner, we have never ever had a dinner where there wasn't enough for one other person. So that I, that was kind of a wash for us. So I've got a story for you. I want to see what you think of this one. Yeah, because this will lead. I think this will lead us down to a rabbit hole. Like, like, okay. Well, I guess like the credit card thing did. This happened in Melbourne, Australia. An Australian woman is fighting a three hundred dollar fifty ticket, a three hundred and fifty dollar ticket. She received while eating ice cream while driving. Michelle Course said the police mistook the bar she had in her hand for a cell phone. There's no way that I could be eating my Magnum ego and holding my phone and driving all at the same time, she said during a segment on a current affair. Course believes the officer saw something glint and assumed it was a cell phone. Whether or not he spotted this ring or my watch, I'm not sure. The 34-year-old Melbourne resident has a receipt showing that she purchased the treat just six minutes before being pulled over and still had the stick and wrapper in the car when the officer issued the ticket. Victoria Police confirmed a mobile phone violation, which also comes with license points, which issued... So she got the ticket. So she got the ticket, and she's fighting it in court. She had to bring a receipt for the ice creams, <clears throat> for the Magnum Ego Bar. Mm -hmm. Um and, and this brings me to my point. Now, mm -hmm. every time that I talk to anybody in LA, they're very adamant about either hands-free phone or even not. I think they're not even supposed to be talking when they're driving. I, I know it's maybe different from, in, from state to state. Um, hands-free is clearly the way to go in your car. It's just easier. But the idea that someone would be if, – if we got ticketed for eating in cars – clearly ticketed for using your phone or texting while driving, which is imminently more dangerous. There'd be a lot of those things, but I have seen a lot of people eating their cars. I have been the guy eating EWD oh, eat, eating while driving. I eat it. Yeah, no, I eat a ton of, in my car. I'm yeah. a big car. Eater. While you're driving. But I use, I, mm, yes. I mean, definitely when I was in LA, like bouncing around to, like four auditions a day. I was eating and ch I, I would, I would, I would say at least once or twice a week be driving and change clothes entirely pants, jeans <laughs> on the four Oh five, like wait, from wait, a t-shirt to a button now, down. I've, I've done this too. On. I've done this too, but it's, it's very difficult. It's difficult. Now you're on the four Oh five. So you're stopping a lot. Uh, you're stopping a lot. So it's, it's so you so basically right when you stop, you immediately flip your shoes off. Then you drive a little bit. Then your next time you stop, you yeah. slide your pants off. You drive a little bit in your- Which in is your, easier your, than people think. Oh, very easy. Well, I've already wear them around my ankles, so they're prepped. Yeah, okay. Um, and so, yeah. And then you and then you get it, and then you get your change on. So, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, the, the law has to either be, you have to drive with two hands on the wheel, and then it's a blanket statement. Then you can't do anything, literally no anything. good for me, yeah. I mean, California will get there. You know what I mean? For sure. If anybody's going to get there, it's California. Um, 
And especially with our Grinch, our governor Grinch. <laughs> um, and, 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 uh, and so they either have to do that or it just has to be cell phone use. But I mean, honestly, at one point, what's the difference? I mean, changing clothes is far more dangerous <clears throat> than talking on your phone. Yes. Yeah. Especially I don't if you're understand the people though that hold the phone, like they hold it in front of their mouth on speaker while they drive. And that like, happens what, a what lot. It, but why? What what is that? What I don't understand I think that. They just must put the be phone on, to your ear. Well, I think and they must but if it's on speaker, just set it in your cup holder. Because you don't want to hold it up. I don't know. Yeah, now that you mention it, it's a good point. It makes no sense whatsoever. What's the most have you ever driven with your knee while you've eaten? It's the statute of limitations well, is over. Yeah. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Are yeah, you a yeah, good yeah, knee driver? Sure. I'm a phenomenal knee driver. Okay. This this is actually a perfect segue. Uh I I had an invention one time. I, I forgot about this invention. I feel like I shouldn't. Okay. I want to put a, a disclaimer on this podcast that if this invention gets made after this podcast, I am coming after you. Okay. Right. Coming after you. Whoever it is, I'm coming after you for this invention. Yep. I'm, and I don't want all of it. I just want a royalty. Maybe, you know, like a dime per purchase. So this was something that I was going to invent and sell it to uh, like Waterburger. And this is eating, think about it, and Whataburger, for those listening outside of the southern regions, is like our in, uh, Texas is in and out. Uh, any fast food joint. You know how Whataburger gives you, which is brilliant, they don't give you ketchup packets. They give you the, the little cup, right? Right, the dish. right. Okay. Well, I was driving around eating so much in my car, and when you're eating in your car, there's always the issue with the ketchup, Right. How do you get the fries dipped in the ketchup? If you set it on the center console there, I mean, one turn, one quick break, ketchup everywhere, right? Fries everywhere. A lot of people, well, it depends fries on how you're everywhere. Eating, right. I mean, I always go, I always go <clears throat> from the back. burger in the lap, burger in the lap. Yeah, and fries right? in the bag. Papers, papers spread out, fries in the bag, sitting shotgun, ketchup on the dash, you I don't mean, go on the center fries, console. Hold on, you don't go fries first and then work your way to the burger? No, I do it all at the same time. Oh, so burger that's gets laid out on the lap. Dangerous. Way more dangerous. Yeah, I'm dangerous. Yeah. But I like to eat it the right way. Okay. I don't eat my fries combine first your, and then my combine burger. Combine your flavors and your textures. Yeah. yeah. I, the chefs at Waterburger did not build the taste profile for you to eat all your fries and then your cheeseburger. No. They, they didn't spend millions of dollars and countless hours building that perfect why do you say that? Because you do that. I was in Waterburger a couple of weeks ago, and when they brought the food, they're like, "All right, sir, uh, this is number fifty-five. And the chef back at the table asked for you to try to get a piece of everything with your first bite to really, yeah, uh, to really experience all the flavors that he's brought the together. And that flavor, yeah, it's an umami. And they said, "Okay, right." So I said, "So have one bite of everything all at once." Like, yes, yes. Put the fry, have the fry with the burger, so that yeah. you can experience everything. That's the way the chef created uh, this amu right. amused bouche. Yes, exactly. So. Oh God. I mean, I hear more and more about your eating habits and it questions whether or not you truly are a foodie, but here we go. That's, that's um, for safety's here's purpose. my, here is my invention. So I was driving and I thought, how brilliant would it be if my ketchup was on my steering wheel? And I thought, well, that's kind of impossible because if I make a hard turn, it's going to dump. So my invention is a little yeah. clip that clips onto your steering wheel and then a little holder that protrudes out. 
but it's in a ball. It's in like a ball and socket joint. So if you turn your wheel, it stays upright. It no, it doesn't turn. Like the it well, just, just stays. It's upright the same process the of a time. Ferris wheel. It's the Ferris wheel process. That's right. It's the Ferris wheel, and it perfectly fits the ketchup little little ketchup dish. And you clip that on. This is for the real food eating. This is for the real people who eat and drive. You know what I mean? This isn't for for kids. This is no. the real deal. Right. And you, you you open your center, like you're waiting in line before you pay. You open your console. You pop that thing in. You get your ketchup. You peel that little cellophane top. You drop it right there on your steering wheel. Boom. You just, you there you go. You can put, and maybe for the real, for the real foodie, maybe you get two. You put one on either side, ketchup and ranch. I love the I love ketchup the con- and spicy ketchup. Yeah, I love the concept. Let me let me okay. see if you like this <clears throat> because it is. Involving- are you going to work off my concept or? Yeah, you- no, 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 no. I'm working oh, okay. off your concept, right. so it's still okay. under your umbrella. Yeah. So you okay. still have royalties. But yeah. have you seen? There's so many things now where they make clips to fit into the air conditioning, uh, the mm. air conditioning vents. Mm. What about clipping a cup? What about clipping a, uh, I don't know, it's maybe a, a six inch by three inch cup that clips into the AC uh, mm. filter there. You turn off the AC, you close it with the little with the little uh, knob below so that it doesn't make your mm-hmm. stuff cold. And now or, you have the or ability. Or do you want your ketchup cold? Well, I mean, yeah, it's your choice. Some people like like a nice, well, no, you can now, now your your dipping sauce becomes temperature controlled. It's, it's your you choice. You can actually dial your AC down to a 72. Maybe yeah. you like it at 78. Yeah. Wherever you like the temperature of sure. your ketchup. Absolutely. You can put it in there. I like that. Because I, I like think that. it allows you to get a larger holder of whatever you need. You could even go well, to different sizes, depending on what you have. Yeah, my idea would be to basically take this product to and license it to different. You know, so Waterburger knows the exact size of their, uh, you know, of their ketchup packet. So maybe they can actually they can throw it in with their meal. Why would you go after such? I'm not saying that's a small market. Why wouldn't you mm-hmm. target the entire country? Why are you? Well, I would like narrow to narrow casting to layers, water, but not everybody. In and out, they do packets. McDonald's, they do. But I don't you think can they do put it sauces. before you take off. You can put it in your cup, in your oh, little thing. You're that's saying held actually in there. have a cup and then fill it with fill yeah. it with uh, ketchup packets. Yeah, yeah. Now you got to clean it, and I feel like the I would say there'll oh, be some dirty. I'm going to put the number conservatively at eighty eight percent. The amount of people that eat fast food in their car will not clean that cup. 88% that won't clean it yeah. within a month? I didn't not say Not even a, a month. water I mean, washout? Really at all. Maybe a water washout? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it comes with disposable cups, like Dixie cups. Oh, and so or when like, you're done with it, you throw them away. Like the <clears> little <throat> ones that you, the real tiny ones that kind of are pleated on the side, and it comes with like a pack of 20. And then like Ryan if, Lachane if they, makes us take shots with. Yes, that's exactly ones. right. And so you, you drop the little Dixie cup in, fill it with ketchup. I, you know what? Tell you what. That's I not have, a terrible idea. To have, I have a cousin who listens to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, and her husband, if you're listening, Missy, you know who you are. And especially now that I just said your name, her husband uh, is, he's like, he's not, he's not by profession an engineer. But this guy is as close to an engineer as I as I've got in my family. Uh, so 
I'm going to pitch him this idea. This is something we might be able to whip up a prototype in his garage. I think it can work. You either have a full-time one or you do have, yeah, like the disposable, but it you don't want it to be a cup. Well, you make the disposable. No, no, no. See, Lance, you make the disposable cup ones the same size as the, any of the ketchup packet ones. So it'll fit either. It'll either, if you go to a spot that has a ketchup packet or like a basin, it drops in. If you go to a place that has packets, you drop in one of your disposable Dixie cups, fill it up. I just don't know why you wouldn't want something larger in case somebody wanted to put something else in there. Like maybe well, you have somebody dude, who wants to put their, all their ketchup. fries in there. Oh, no, no, what no. About no ketchup, what about a ketchup? What about somebody? But you got to assume people could put- slovenly pig. You don't hold need on. all that. Ketchup. And some people are going to want a ketchup. You're assuming that people don't dip their fries in mayonnaise or don't dip them in okay. ranch. You got to have a double base. two basin. of them. Then you get two of them. You get one for either side of your steering wheel. You put it at three and nine. What if you're like me and you like to mix ketchup and mustard together sometimes? Or well, then mix sauce. it together. I mean, first of all, you, again, just ruining the the what the chef <laughs> is is after, but that's fine. But you just put it all in the same basin. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. You can yeah, put well, them in the same basin. You. Yeah, okay. you can put them in the same basin. That's on you. I mean, it's not a bad honestly, idea. dude. I think this is. No, not a bad idea. It's a great idea. Uh, well, I think you haven't gone far enough with it. I think you need to have little small eating trays that you can put there where you can put your burger there. You can put your fries there out of the bag. No, no, no. They're giving you that. That's what your lap is for. Or at In-N-Out, they give you an eating tray for your car. See, we don't get a those car, here. Like, well, then that's a you problem, Jim. I don't know what to tell you. You know? I mean, the thing is, is like you... You have to. Maybe you, you should be a problem solver. Got. Have you ever thought of the way that people make money with inventions is solving problems? Don't tell me what my problem is. Tell me what my solution is. That's how I'm, you're going to make money with this. Yeah, I'm like Harvey Keitel in Pulp Fiction. I'm like the wolf. I solve problems. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay. I'd never heard you reference that way, but I guess I guess you solve problems. Uh, yeah. The coronavirus the vaccines are. Um. Really effective. Two of them. One yeah, from Pfizer. It was amazing. I, I know. And I, I like literally two days after Biden won, vaccines you all of a sudden became, I mean, 48 hours later, you can't make this shit up. 48 <laughs> hours later and boom, Pfizer, 95%. Boom. Some other one, Moderna. 90%. Pfizer yeah, was 90, 90%. Moderna was 94.5 and then Pfizer finished Concluded everything. I love it. Although that was the uh, timeline when it was expected for tr- for trial three. I'll right. say this about Trump: I didn't I didn't love his presidency, but I, I did love. Uh, well, it's not over yet, according to no, him. No, I know, but I thought they were <laughs> extremely aggressive with the Operation Warp Speed and what they had to do. And you know, it was in normal years, this still would be we'd still be waiting for a vaccine for another six to eight six months to a year. Um, we're going to have vaccines start up in December. Uh, the efficacy is extremely high, which is great, but um, you are going to have vaccines start up in December. In December or January, just the people that need it most, workers, high, you know, high risk people. Actors. But the actors, sports talk hosts. But they did say that um, Dr. Fauci said by April, everyone's, it'll, it'll be, be access everywhere, which means that by March, a lot of people will have access, probably depending on healthcare system, depending on state, depending yeah. on city, you know, some, some factors like that. But um, I really think based on the success rate and the success numbers, 
and people's lack of fear for it now anyway. I mean, I think it's fatigue is what's leading you know what? to these spikes. If you don't want to get the vaccine, fuck off. I don't care. Yeah. I don't, I, I, oh, I don't care. I, don't, if you I have no it. business. If you're an anti-vaxxer, I have no business. Like, that's fine. That's do, on you. Do whatever yeah, you want to do, Jim. That's fine. Whatever you do happens. You. Tell you what, I'm going to get a vaccine and I'm going to go about my business. And you you're don't not worried about it. I've heard people say, I, I want to see every, everyone else do it first before I do it. I'll perfect. be the first one in the line if you want. Yeah, perfect. All right, I'll be the first one in the line if you want. But yeah, and then if you drop dead, don't ask for um, you know any sympathy from me. Okay. Why for me being first or for the anti-vaxxers? No, for the anti-vaxxer. Yeah, I got no I room they, for you in get, my life. They get nothing from me. No, they get yeah, nothing. They get nothing. Conspiracy you keep going around. Anti-vaxxers. Yeah, not going to have it. I don't have time for this. I don't. By the way, I, I'd rather you be gone anyway. Honestly, if I'm being honest, I'd rather all you conspiracy theory honks and anti-vaxxer types. I would rather so yeah, you just beat go, it. Just just go. Just well, that's by any means. They will be. They yeah. will be. They'll be gone by COVID nineteen. But uh, um, but I think COVID the world twenty one going to. Uh, I think it really is going to go back to normal. And I, I heard all the 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 doom and gloom about there's going to. I do think people still wear masks. I do, not not all, not across the board. But I think you're going to. Well, you see know, I'm wearing wear it masks. on a plane. I know you're going to wear it on a plane, but you were already kind of doing it anyway, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I, by the way, I have another hotel quarantine coming up. This time in Atlanta. What are you doing? Uh, I don't know if I can say that yet. Well, wait, why do you have a hotel quarantine? For work. You know, I did my hotel quarantine in Hawaii. Yeah, but that was a different so country. Now got, Hawaii is well, not, not, actually, Lance. Okay. Hawaii, Hawaii is part of the United right. States Hawaii's of America. Part of us. Uh, yeah, you're everybody right. marked down 47 minutes and 46 <laughs> seconds on Damn, the podcast. I did well, you could have gone to another country Lance like... Hawaii is well, like uh, a different country, like a Puerto Rico, like uh, uh, that. Uh, wait, yeah, no, no it's, Puerto it's Rico too. The United States of no, America. I know, yeah, I know. they voted but in the election. Know, the whole nine, not on the mainland, not on the mainland. I know, not. On, I know they voted. They had their electoral votes. Not um, on the mainland. You had to. It doesn't matter for for yeah coming in, coming into uh, any city. Is, what I've so if I, I go to Atlanta, I'm production. So, no, it's production. So it's a production, it's production rule. It's a production rule. That probably that is set I'm, up by the city or county no, or state where you it's set up for production because if I, I think, like, so I tested, well, by the way, they sent a doctor to my house to test me yesterday, and then I got a call last night, and they said, uh, hello, who am I speaking with? I said, this is uh, Eric. Um, Hi, Eric. I'm Dr. So-and-so from So-and-so Lab calling with your results, and I was like, uh, now I know I've done about 25 of these things. I know that they only call you when it's positive. They email you every other time. They only call you when it's positive. And so I go, yes. And they said, could you uh, confirm your birthday? I said, yep, 216. And he said, I'm calling to let you know that your test results and I'm Literally, the lump in my throat is so big, I'm about to pass out. And they said, <laughs> "Would you been knocked off? Would you been and knocked said, off this brought with this show? Possibly." And so they said, "Invalid." And I said, "Well, what does that mean?" They said, "Well, every once in a while, your tests come back invalid. We have to send somebody back out there tomorrow morning." I said, "Okay." So the nurse came out this morning, but I will say that every other test I've gotten has been. Similar in the sense they've dug up there in my nose and done a little rattle around, come out. This nurse that came out yesterday had me blow my nose. And she said, blow your nose, but don't blow it all the way into the Kleenex. Get it all on the bottom, all the snot. 
And then she wiped it around the bottom, but she didn't go deep at all, like very bottom. So I was like, well, what you that- loved. I mean, it was fine, but I didn't love that phone call. So anyway, today, Nurse Day came over and she went deep, real deep. Yep. And uh, so I'm, you know, knocking on wood that uh, in about 10 hours, I get my res- my results via email, yeah. not a phone call. Anyway, production is who has you do it because they want to make sure that you don't go in, like, yep. in, in, you know, infect the entire production. Uh, there's 200 people, you know, that now have to shut down. I don't need Variety so, coming out with a piece on Eric Layden's super spreader. That would ruin no, the podcast. No, no. Bosch just shut down. So now all my dates for Bosch got pushed. Why? They shut the, down for like two weeks. Oh, because of, of California or of COVID? No, COVID. Are you allowed no, to work COVID, now in so. California? I I don't know, dude. I thought Newsom, Gavin said no. New, he yeah, shut it all Gavin down, Gavin said no, but, you know, he's going to French Laundry and he's going to parties. You know, Newsom's being Newsom. Um, Fucking idiot. So French uh, laundry, that's where he went. (laughs) Oh yeah. They've got, he's at, he's at parties, you know, meanwhile he's canceling Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, I don't know if we can work in California or not. I, I, I think so. so. Everything's still going. Are you, well, he just came out yesterday and said, maybe all production's going to halt. I don't know. Yeah. I hope not, but you'll be time to go to Atlanta and do that job. You'll be in Atlanta anyway. And you're doing that show. It's a strip club show, right? <laughs> it is not a strip club show. I, you know what I play though? What? A chef. Oh yeah! You, full oh, sleeve tattoos. Full sleeve tattoos. You were going yep. to be a chef, and Lashane said, "Oh, that's right. You told us about this. I can't remember the show though, but you told us, and we want to go out there. Me and Lashane wanted to come out there for production." I bet you do. There, yeah. There's no way during COVID you can come out for production. I know. It's I one of your even, favorite shows on television. I was hoping, uh, oh my God, now I remember. Yeah. Oh my, are so, you sure? I'll can be I, able to tell you what it is. Do I'll they tell need you what extras? it is too. <laughs> like ask, I've you done can, theater here locally. What if I tell them that you're my uh, my technical advisor chef? My sh- I'll bring Lashane out. Yes, and I'm his Sue. You're his Sue. You're his yep. assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah, us well, out there. We'll He's see. the technical assistant. I can come out there. Um, I just want to be an extra. Uh, I'll really do anything. I just want to be two days on the set. Okay. Well, that means you have to quarantine in a hotel for five. You think Nicole's down for that? I quarantine in a room for 10 days. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'll just be okay. in Atlanta. She'll she'll be fine. It's 10 days safer. You're not getting thrown off a cliff. Yeah, I know. When are we gonna when are we gonna hike? I'm not hiking while you're mad. Yeah, I'm not hiking while you're mad. While you're Sorry, mad babe. at me, I'm not hiking. Well, listen. And then she goes, Why don't you go up ahead and I'll I'll stay behind? No, sorry, Nicole. Hey, I'll be behind. You stand here on the right. Hey, these ledges make me nervous. And I'll be yeah, like, Okay. If, if you if you guys go on a hike and she says, Let's get somebody to take our picture and we'll go stand over here, don't go. That happens all the time. Don't go. That happens don't all the time. Go. So I wouldn't even see it coming. You never know. You know, you, I'm telling you, I know these things. She gets her foot behind my foot and goes with the elbow push backwards. That <laughs> totally. could send me over. So, um, all right, let's hope this is not the last podcast we do. Um, but if you don't go on a hike between now and next week, I think it's a lot I'm um, not going to now. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, did you have anything else for today? I feel like our show notes might have had one more thing down. No, I think I did read. I did read a funny article though that men with smaller manhoods make more money. I don't know if I forwarded you that at all. Well, that kind of did you know that? Uh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. That kind of 
does that play into the stereotype of the expensive car and all that stuff or yeah maybe it does i guess it does it might it might correlate flex your money i thought that was an interesting study though yeah 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 how do you do that study well apparently they interviewed 997 men which i thought was odd they didn't just get three more round it up to a thousand maybe they had just kind of percentage easier maybe covid knocked out three of them Maybe COVID knocked out three of them. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently men who measure seven to eight inches earn an average of 35 to 50 a year, while men who have three inch penises, which is considered a micro penis, apparently, by definition. Okay. I don't know why you know that. You're nodding as if you knew that. That seems like something <laughs> you and your doctor have talked about. Um, uh, have an annual income of, of over $76,000. So almost twice. Yeah, maybe it's because they're busier. They have more drive to get things done. I don't know. It found that eight inches was the optimal size for making a woman climax. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's good for the under earners. What about for making that less money? What about for Um, making a woman smile um, with a giant ring or a coat or a purse? Because that's going to be on the other side of the spectrum. That's going to be on the other side, but that that plays into if you've got a micro penis. So I guess that's fine. Lastly, it said um, that those working in the arts have the highest number of eight inch penises. <laughs> I feel like we'll just leave it there. Is that so? That's what you wanted to end on? No, no. Well, I I will say this, and this is where I think the study has a bit of a discrepancy because, well, maybe not actually, maybe because people in the arts earn less money, which is clear. And the uh, second overall penis size is manual labors with an average of six to seven inch penises. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't say anything in here about radio broadcasters. Yeah. We're in uh, the arts. Talk show hosts. We're considered the arts. So, I don't know if you are actually considered we the are. arts. We are. We're artistic yeah, in nature. Right. <laughs> you know, well, and you specifically are an artist. I mean, you've done theater. I'm an artist. Yeah, I've done theater. Yeah. I'm right. good. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen, well, we've talked about your income. So, yeah. No, you're fine. Am I good? I'm good. <laughs> you're good. good. You're rich. Woo! I mean, you're poor. What is Woo! it? Yeah, poor. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we had a lot of directions right, today. Oh, that was as off script as off script gets. Yep. Pretty much nothing uh, we said we were going to talk about. We talked about. <laughs> That's right. Show notes, uh, out the window. <laughs>